Hi everybody, this is Tom with MaltedMemoirs.com. I wanted to talk today about epiphany moments and spirits. On my website, my first post is all about my epiphany moment with single malt scotch whiskey. And I thought to myself, when was my first epiphany moment with any spirit? And reflecting back, it surprised me how long ago it was. I was probably 18 or 19 years old and I had a truly exceptional epiphany moment with Porfidio tequila. Now, I had never really had a, a moment where I had had something cross my, my lips that changed my entire opinion of what spirits could be. You know, everything up to that point, you know, 18, 19 years old was most likely somewhere in the line of cheap vodka with orange juice doused in it or cheap rum with enough soda in it to where you could make it palatable. So I had never come across something that was just like a wow moment. This Porfidio experience all came about via my Uncle Wade. He shared with me a couple of things that night that I had never had any experience with. Firstly, a very high quality cigar. I had bummed around with a few cigarettes most likely at that point in my life, but I had never had an opportunity to enjoy a fine cigar. And also, pairing that together with the exceptional Porfidio tequila was an incredibly memorable night for me. Without getting too personal, my father passed away when I was in my mid-teens, and at that, up to that point, I hadn't had a good opportunity to reconcile with all that. And familiarly speaking, that night was the first instance that I was treated as an adult. And it, it made, meant the world to me to be able to sit there uh, with Wade and enjoy a fantastic cigar and some exceptional tequila and hash war stories about my father and talk about memories and things. It really brought the whole thing together for me and helped me start to build that next page in my life. Wade lived in what's called a camelback shotgun house. If you're not familiar with New Orleans or, or the architecture of the area, it's basically a house where all the rooms are aligned in a row with no hallways. So you have room after room after room after room and they're all essentially open to one another. We were having this experience in his kitchen and to bring you back there, it was a, you know, old granite countertop, uh, old wood floors, hardwood original floors. And this house was easily over 100 years old, 12 foot ceilings. And my aunt was an artist. Uh, she had a lot of art friends that did fantastic art. And my, my, her son, my cousin, is, a, is an artist as well. And the ceiling, they had just finished. And I can remember staring at it for seemingly hours. It was this beautiful tile laid on the ceiling that was made to look like oxidized aged copper. And it was so realistic, the paint technique and the texture of it. I genuinely, when I first walked in, I was like, good Lord, Wade, how much did that cost? And I was just here recently. How on earth did you get it to change color so quickly? And he laughed at me and, and was, you know, kind of like, well, actually it's all paint. But being in that 
big, huge open room and just laughing with him and hearing the echoes of our laughter booming off of those tall, high ceilings. It was a great moment. And great moments like that are what make great epiphanies with great spirits. While we're here in this moment, let's take some time to talk about what made the Porfidio tequila so great. The gentleman that came down and produced Perfidio, the brand total, uh, he was from Austria, and his family had strong ties to both the European grape industry and the fruit brandy industry. So spirits was something that was in his, in his blood, in his DNA. And he actually came to the Western Hemisphere working for a spirits export company in the United States before relocating to Mexico. When he first went to Mexico, he noticed that the distillation and production methods for tequila were incredibly outdated. And having such strong ties with the industry, he knew that if he brought the refined European methods to Mexico, that he could create something that was genuinely exceptional. He was the first tequila producer to use virgin oak barrels for aging. He was the first one to triple distill and even made greater efforts to further distill his product moving forward, creating something that no one had ever seen. The 1990s vintage bottles are considered some of the finest tequilas that were ever produced by connoisseurs of, of tequila. Now they run about $500 to $900 a bottle if you can find one. If you have the means, by all means. <laughs> I don't, but I'm quite glad that I had an opportunity to experience Porfidio in its heyday and have an opportunity to taste something that now is revered as one of the greatest examples of the art. I hope that my synopsis was not too incomplete for you, but as a practice, I never give anybody all the pertinent information. And here's why. The most important thing you can do in becoming an enthusiast and connoisseur is learn how to educate yourself. I love to read about spirits. I love to read about the things I'm passionate about. And you would be surprised how many wonderful things you unlock when you're learning about these brands and these products and the history that they have. It can really set you on fire and get you behind the brand to build a relationship with it for a lifetime. Now, you don't want to hear my opinions all the time because they're not actually always right. So you have to go out and teach yourself and learn and gain the rest of that story. I hope that I've enticed you enough for you to go out and learn more about Perfidio and find out the names of the people behind it and the true history and what made it so unique. One request I would have for you, take a bottle of fine spirits and find someone in your life who is not enlightened something that you have a history with, possibly even your first epiphany spirit, and share it with them. Chances are that person has never had an experience with spirits that really blew their mind, that really changed their idea of what it could be. Take the time and make that happen for someone, and through the process, you just might rekindle a relationship with something that you had decades ago that reminds you about how you became passionate about spirits. Until next time, this is Tom from MaltedMemoirs.com reminding you that the fine line between a drunk and a connoisseur is knowledge. Don't be a stupid drunk. <laughs>